Let me tell you what I learned from spending $1,000 on a TV. What's up, friends? Paul here, and welcome to The Beautiful Mess, where we talk about tools and tactics to improve your life. I'm your host, Paul Dittis, a YouTuber, content creator, and a podcaster who loves talking about minimalism and technology and how you can use it to improve your life, to bring your life from version 1.0 to 2.0 and ways that you can improve along the journey of life. And as you'll notice today, I've got a different mic in place here than my usual $2,000 studio mic. Um, here we have like about a probably a $250 mic, which is still a great mic, but it's not as expensive. It's not as high quality, if you will. And what I encourage you to do is to go listen to uh, some of the previous episodes and compare it to this episode and see whether or not a 2000, about a $2,000 mic makes a big difference in the quality. Is it that big of a difference? I remember there was Casey Neistat. He's a YouTuber and content creator, but he kind of showed the impact of gear and like how there's kind of like a threshold where once you hit it, you're not going to see huge improvements in, um, you know, buying a more expensive camera or a more expensive, you know, device. It's like you hit a point and then it's just like very small increments. Like, yes, it does look better. Yes, there's like better features and things that you get with the more expensive device, but you might not actually see it in practical terms. Um, so recently I bought a thousand dollar TV to use as a monitor and it was a, it's a 48 inch monitor, which is ridiculous. It's ridiculous, but I had to buy it to learn for myself that this wasn't the right solution to my problem of not having a big screen. So let's back up a little bit. And so how did I get to this point? So I had been using an iMac with a 27 inch screen. And so I enjoyed that extra screen real estate from just using like a 15 inch or a 16 inch Mac, MacBook Pro. And so what I realized was like, there's benefits to having extra screen real estate. And so I was in the market to find a monitor to have more screen real estate, to edit, to um, basically produce content. And so I was like, looking on the market and I realized that like some creators have used these OLED TVs as their device to edit on. And so I was like, Hey, maybe I'll try that out. And so I looked and there was a sale on this particular model that people had mentioned. And so I was like, ah, you know, maybe I'll give it a shot. And so I realized like it was a 42 one, a 42 inch that most of them reckoned, but I realized that for $50 more, they had a 48 inch version. And I was like, Hey, that's, that's gotta be good. You know, bigger is better. Right. Says Barney the bear. Um, but what I realized was that it's ridiculously big and I don't even think 42 inches is a good size. So, um, I think the reality is that like sometimes bigger is not always better. And the amount of money that you spend on something doesn't necessarily equate to that big of an improvement. And so now after learning this, I can go back and think maybe I'd be better off with a 32 inch or a 27 inch instead of this massive 40 inch, 
48 inch TV, which is amazing, looks fantastic, but practically speaking, one, I could probably save some money, let's be real. And then two, uh, you know, I was just thinking about like, if I ever had to move this thing to another location, it would be a pain in the neck. Just like taking this thing out, like I was very cautious, like, you know, because I don't know if you've seen how thin the OLED TV, like, like it is super thin. And so it's awesome. But like, I, I just don't think it's worth the money. And, you know, some of my friends and, and my brother, like said, like, you're, it's probably overkill. They were right. They were right. Sometimes it's good to uh, listen to those people, but I decided I'd, I'd find out for myself, test it out. So you don't have to, uh, I've done it now and I'll probably be making a video. So this is a good thing. It's like, I learned from my mistakes. And if I would have stayed in that stage of like, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't, I would never know. And like, I'd be just like still trying to decide what monitor to go with. But now that I've had it, I can now say that like, I'll be better off probably with something smaller, perhaps cheaper. And, um, so maybe I'll update you on that journey. And along the same lines of that with gear is that I tested out the brand new 16 inch M2 Max MacBook Pro. They just came out and I was super excited to try it out. And I was like, this has got to be, you know, I'll get like the Max version with like 32 gigs, like not, not crazy, but like, you know, and then I'll get uh, a terabyte of space. And so like I, I got it in, I was like testing it out. And then like in the back of my head, I was always just wondering like, would I be better off just getting like a base version or like a refurbished like M1 Pro base model? And so I realized that they were on sale. And so I was like, let me get one. And so I actually have one right here that I'm reading my notes off of. If you're watching this, and this is a great time to recommend, uh, be sure to hit the subscribe button down below. Join the messy fam. Uh, we'd love to have you. So if you're listening on one of the podcast platforms, great follow rate review, all that good stuff. But if you're on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button down below. I am just realizing, I think I might be peaking a little bit. So hopefully let me turn, I'll turn this down just a hair. Hopefully that helps a little bit. Okay. Sorry about that. If it peaked, um, part of the beautiful mess. Hey, this is, it's more important to get started. This is what it's all about. It's like, I could spend hours, you know, my more expensive mic is over there. And I was like, I just want to record something. I don't, you know, I, I care that it's good and it's high quality, but I just think that it's more important to get started and then spending like an hour or two hours making it perfect. Um, cause I, you know, this is the, I think the 60, yeah, 62, we're on episode 62 and, um, it's better to get something out there to learn from your mistakes as you go. And th this is exactly what happened to me. I bought this, like it, it came out to be like about 3,500 for this MacBook pro and the 16 inch version. And then I was like seeing the base model 14 inch for like 1600 on sale. And I was like, we've got this amazing machine way up here. And then we've got this base model. And so like, sometimes you just like think better is bigger is better but then like it's like wait a second one I can save money two I can test out for you guys whether or not you can get by with something that's cheaper that's less expensive and so like I've, I've been putting it through its paces and I've learned a 
little bit um, as I've gone. Like, for example, you know, I had an iMac with 64 gigs of RAM and, you know, I got the 32 gig and then this one actually only has 16 gigabytes of RAM. And based on my workflow, um, so far, I think the 16 gigs is like a little bit too little, a little bit too little. Um, but it's doable. Like, I, I don't think yet I've hit hit like a big enough roadblock where it's like, holy cow, I would have benefited so much from going with the more expensive model. It's, it's a test in progress. I'll hopefully be able to create a YouTube video on that. But I think that potentially saving those $2,000 now will allow me to upgrade later. And what they say is that getting the base model from, from what my friends have been saying is like, one, your resale value is much higher. You're not going to lose as much. Um, and like the new machines, like it's like you get to that entry level level and it's, it's already at a great place. And then like, obviously the new, the more expensive machines, like it, it adds on that, but like, you're not going to see like a light years ahead of that. Um, I mean, there are some cases I think that we're have like with the max chips, they have two media encoders. So it can cut down your, you know, exporting time by half, but is that worth $2,000? Maybe if you're exporting things like every single day, you know, uh, that are big, long files that like, it makes a big difference. However, most of the time I'm able to continue with this new computer with Intel max. I really was bogged. Like the, my workflow is boggled down by like the ability to get to the next thing. Like I'd like to start editing a thumbnail. Um, but often like running Photoshop and exporting a video at the same time is just too much for these machines. So, um, often, you know, it's, it's with these new M1, like I feel like it's not as much bottleneck by that. I can do a lot more, um, with that. And so I, I do think that, um, you know, investing in the right gear matters, but like as a minimalist, and what I've learned, like when I first got into like recording, uh, videos and photography, like more seriously, like as a profession, I watched tons and tons of YouTube videos and everyone's talking about all these different things that you need. Obviously, you know, there's, there's a camera gear itself, the camera body, then you need lenses, ND filters. There's people talking about polarizers. Like you have those little like lens cleaner things. Um, and like, the reality is like I got some of that stuff and most of that just sits in a bag or in a box and I don't use it hardly at all. You know, it's, it's funny. Like you think about all these things that like people say you should get, but in reality you probably only use like a small percentage of that. Um, similar to lenses, like, yes, it's nice to have an awesome big lens like selection, but I I've been doing great with my 35 millimeter RF 1.8 at some point, you know, I might add to that, um, as time goes on, but like for the most part, that's the, my go-to lens. Like I do have a 50 millimeter and some zoom lenses, but like this one, um, this is probably my favorite right now. Um, and it does like 90% of what I would like to do every once in a while. It would probably be nice to have a zoom lens, but yeah, for now, 
it works great. One of my buddies, uh, actually, he uh, he likes to use like the minimalist mindset for his lens. Like he just has one lens and it's like at 20, 28 to 70 or 20, some, somewhere in that ballpark. Um, and uh, I think he enjoys that fact. It's like just having one lens to do it all. And, um, you know, it's it's like you don't have to guess as much as like, I'm just going to go to this place, use this lens, done. Um, and so I, I think like the reality is like there's a lot of marketing and upsell and Apple is like the king of it. If you ever go on their website and are looking at like specs for a, a system, they make it like a slippery slope where it's like, oh, for like another couple hundred, I can get this. And it's like, and you end up like spending ridiculous amounts of money. Um, and for some people that that's worth it and it's important, but uh, sometimes it's better to save your money and invest in things that uh, truly matter. Like for me, all of a sudden I realized like, Hey, I could either get this one MacBook pro and that's, you know, spending a lot of money already, or I could get this base model and like get a monitor so I can be more productive, um, make better quality things because then I can see a little bit more uh, on, on a screen. Um, you know, I could get various other things that might help me reduce friction. And that that's like where I feel like you're spending money. You can see a bigger return as if like you're spending more money to solve a problem or reduce a, to reduce friction to getting started. Um, like for example, one way is this mic here was one of those things that I got to reduce friction is that when I was like out and about, I could just set this mic up on top of my camera and just hit record and it would like automatically kick on and record audio that's decent like it's not like super high quality but it's it's good like it, it gets the job done um there's there's other equipment that i've got that like it's great like the for example the expensive mic that i have but like the reality is to move it to a location to set it up like it costs time it costs you know just like the um, the just the idea of bringing something more expensive is also like you, you're probably less likely to bring it somewhere because like you're like oh if anything happens to it you're out you know a bunch of money um, whereas with something that's a little bit cheaper more portable easier to use like it's it's a little bit easier to just be like hey throw it in a bag get going and uh, record what you need to so um, I, th I think there is like a benefit to looking at your needs and seeing what hits your needs like 90% of the time or 80% of the time, 70%, because good enough, often it's, it's, it's good enough. Like you don't need to spend a ton of time, a ton of money on the greatest and latest, uh, as I've learned from my, uh, experiment. And so hopefully you know, and, and maybe down the road, I'll realize like, actually, maybe I did need the more expensive computer, but at least I've tried both out at this point and I'll have more information in the future to make a better informed decision. Whereas if I like stayed in that stage of like, I got to get the best machine, I got to get this and maybe I'm thinking about it wrong. Maybe I just need to think 
what are the things that I need to get started? Do I need like the perfect lighting setup? Do I need the perfect camera? Like all of that is nice, but I think more important is for you to get out there and work on your craft and learn how to make better content, better storytelling, better, you know, like the, the fundamentals. I think about the Beatles and Bach, um, you know, they produce content like regularly. They wrote songs regularly, you know, that their music obviously is very different, but what they had in common was their intentionality behind getting things done and, uh, preferring like action to just, you know, perfecting the best song. And I think because they were okay with putting out good enough, um, like Bach, I think, you know, he would be writing late into the night just because he had like a deadline that he had to hit like every single, I think it was every single week he was writing those like those cantatas and they're insane. I mean, if you've ever sung one or heard one, like they are a work of art, but like probably because he had those deadlines every single week that he was like looking to hit, you know, I think he probably learned uh, so much in the process that like every single time he made one new one, he would get better. I mean, obviously Bach is kind of a unique category, but I think there's things that we can learn from him that just through repetition by getting out there and um, exploring, learning, and just like getting your hands dirty and like doing the work, I think uh, you're going to be much better off than investing all your time and money into one thing and realizing later like, it would have been better off if like you focus on the practical side of things of like what you needed at the time. And so, and maybe you make a mistake. It's good. You learn from it. Like I did, you know, um, you might not need the expensive equipment is what I'm saying. It's like you, you could be fine with uh, good enough. And if good enough will get you started faster, that's great. <laughs> you go from good to great and beyond that. Um, so I, I think that minimalism can be helpful in making these purchases because like I also recommend is like getting rid of old stuff that you have around. Like maybe you have old gear, um, maybe find ways to either pass it on to someone else, sell it online so that you can recoup some of the money. Um, but like if it's just there collecting dust, think about like there's probably someone out there that might be just starting their journey that could benefit from that piece of gear or uh, equipment that you're not currently using um donate it you know there's there's many different things that you can do um but like just letting it sit there collect dust one is just cluttering up your house even more two it's like it's not getting any better um and especially with technology like the it just gets older and older and so like that's also the benefit of spending less now is like because technology improves so rapidly what's great or like mid-tier today is probably going to be like you know terrible and like it's it's just like that driving the car off the lot mentality and that's what i realized with purchasing the like thirty five hundred dollar laptop was like i'm going to spend this money and then like in a couple weeks I mean, even the next day, if I wanted to sell it again, it's not going to be worth nearly close to what it it's worth like when I bought it brand new. So, 
Um, I, I think that it's, it's, you know, part of life is making these decisions and figuring out what things, um, will improve your life, what things will, um, find, help you find value. Um, and it's, it's that value equation, like, you know, what, what's most important to you? Um, where will your money be put to good use? And like money isn't the end goal. Like obviously money can help fuel your ambitions and dreams and things like that. But in the end, like, is that what it's all about? Are you making your content for money? Are you making, um, you know, it's, it's important to make a living, but at the same time, like what's the deeper, like understanding of why you're doing what you're doing. Um, I think that that helps you get back to reality and what's truly important. Um, who who are you doing it for? Are there people in your life that like you're you're making this for? Are you um, so get out there, create content that helps people live better lives, uh, whether it's through creating beautiful art that people appreciate or it's just um, you know making functional things that people use on a day-to-day basis that helps improve their life, reducing friction in their lives, um, helping people understand a product faster, helping people learn new things. Um, but yeah, get out there, create content, create good, good stuff. Um, but most importantly, get started. It's, gonna be messy as the beautiful mess is like you know it's i could have spent probably another five hours preparing for this episode but um i felt like again just set up a random mic that's you know nowhere near as good as the other one but hey i started i got started it's messy it's beautiful um and it's a learning experience and i thank you for being part of the messy fam and for all of you out there if you want to join the messy fam be sure to rate review subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts um click that subscribe button down below and until next time my friends stay messy and get started <laughs>